It doesn't matter what kind of e-commerce brand you're building, you still need a rock-solid way to grow and scale your company like clockwork. Welcome to 7 Figures and Beyond, an e-commerce marketing podcast for D2C brand owners and marketers looking for best practices that include proven strategies and tactics to grow an e-commerce brand to 7 Figures and Beyond. Bringing 18 plus years of marketing experience as an e-commerce brand owner and e-commerce agency owner, please welcome your host, Greg Shuey. Howdy, e-commerce brand builders. Welcome to the episode five of the Seven Figures and Beyond podcast. I am so stoked to be with you today. I hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode with founder of Smart CRO, Chris Daly, and have started to look at their product pages and working to figure out what kind of tweaks that you need to start testing. So I hope that you've started that process because it can be so incredibly valuable for your brand to be able to really get those product pages dialed in. As mentioned last week, today's podcast will be a solo cast, and I will be discussing using qualitative data to double the effectiveness of your marketing. So before we get started, qualitative data is critical to gather and analyze because it will really help you define who your ideal customer is, will help you figure out how to attract more of your ideal customer, help you figure out how to acquire them profitably, and help you to figure out how to grow them into high lifetime value customers. This is how we scale brands here at Stride. We work with our clients to find the right customers, get them to buy from them, and then keep them coming back for more. Like Those are the three levers that you can pull to generate revenue. New customer acquisition, growing average order value, and growing customer lifetime value. So in this episode, there are three or four things that I'd really like to get through to give you a better understanding of qualitative data, how to get it, how to pull insights from it, and then how to use that data to guide your marketing strategy. So let's jump in. Most people in marketing have heard the words qualitative data and quantitative data, but they aren't quite sure what the difference between the two really is. So let's get that out of the way first. Qualitative data is data that represents information and concepts that are not represented by numbers. So this data is often gathered from surveys, interviews, focus groups, and other observations. Quantitative data, on the other hand, are measures of values or counts and are expressed as numbers. So this type of data is often gathered through like analytics software. You can also gather it through surveys and other methods as well. So it's pretty straightforward stuff. Qualitative data is ideas and concepts. Quantitative data are the actual firm numbers. So what are the best ways to collect qualitative data? Like what is the best way for your brand to go about starting to collect these information, these ideas, these concepts that will help you really start to build a stronger marketing strategy. So there are quite a few ways that we collect qualitative data um, these days, right? So at Stride, we definitely have our favorites. And two episodes ago, we had our VP, Laurel, on to talk about a few of these when we were discussing customer research and how important customer research was. So our favorites include four specific ways. So customer surveys, we'll send out open-ended surveys to our clients' customers via email and get them to 
fill out those surveys. They're open-ended and they can just kind of jot down their thoughts around the specific questions that we ask them. We'll also do customer phone interviews. We'll call on our clients, VIP customers, and we'll talk to them. We will get them talking. You, Your mind would be blown when you look at the difference between answers from someone who just talks and someone who takes time to think through and type in their responses. Like it's pretty great. Um, we also spend time mining product reviews. So we'll do a review analysis. We'll pull all of their customer reviews and then we'll analyze it and pull out the best and the worst things that we're learning about the brand. We'll also do that with support tickets. So we'll mine customer support tickets. Uh, we'll go through, we'll pull out all the best and the worst things about the brand. And those are typically kind of the four things that we do here at Stride to be able to start to gather this type of data. So there's other ways that you can gather this data as well. Um, some of these things take a little bit longer and a little bit more time to do. Uh, the first one, along the same lines of mining customer support tickets, you can also listen in on customer support phone calls or listen to customer support phone call recordings after the fact. Um, again, you'd be really surprised at some of the things that come out of your customer's mouths versus just typing in a standard survey response. So these are definitely worthwhile to be able to get in and listen to. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, we've actually seen brands kind of get away from customer support lines as well, which is, is sad because people want to be able to call someone up. Um, but the brands that are doing that, recording those and mining that data are finding just nuggets of information that they can take and use to, to grow their business. Um, running focus groups is another way that people collect this type of data. This is also kind of a lost art as well. Not many smaller brands run these kinds of events. Um, this is a, a lot of more mature, bigger brands run focus groups, but you know, you should try it, get some of your potential customers together or some of your customers. Um, you know, you don't have to do it in person either, right? You can send out a product. You can do a, a zoom meeting with these people. You can do zoom focus groups and you can start to get direct feedback from these people and you know, write down all of the things that they're saying and the insights that they're sharing with you. Um, you can also go about reviewing Reddit and industry forum threads. I do a lot of this for one of my own brands. Um, you can go into Reddit, you can go into different industry forums, search for your brand name, search for the names of your competitors, and you can also search for just general industry topics and see what people are saying. It's how I ideate product ideas. It's how I find problems that need to be solved. And it's a great way to take those things, build them into your messaging, and it's a great way to differentiate from your competition. Along the same lines there is social media listening. Again, not a lot of smaller, younger brands do this because the tools for social media listening can be kind of expensive or difficult and have a have like a really sharp learning curve. But you can get in there, you can listen to what people are saying about your brand, your competitors, or an industry topic on the different social media channels. So, you know, you can do the same thing there. Like keep keep notes. Take down the things that you're learning. You can gather so much data from all of these sources. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's right at our fingertips. The reason that most brands don't do this is because it takes time. It takes time for them to talk to customers and interview customers and do all of this data mining. But it is so incredibly important and can really change the trajectory of your marketing strategy and the trajectory of your business. All right. So now that one's out of the way, let's talk about some of the insights that you can take from your qualitative data. 
So for brands like yours, qualitative research and data collection allows you to gain insight around customer behaviors, customer preferences, customer motivations, and customer attitudes. Understanding those four things will give you crystal clarity on the why behind your customer's actions, allowing you to market to your brand more effectively. So one more time, those are customer behaviors, customer preferences, customer motivations, and customer attitudes. Some of the key insights you can gain from this qualitative research include your customer's needs and pain points. That's the very first thing. Understanding the specific needs, problems, and challenges that your customers face will help you tailor your products and your messaging to better address these issues and problems they are experiencing. There is nothing more powerful than a brand who understands the needs and pain points and are able to simplify those and address those with complete clarity in their website messaging and their ad copy. It does wonders for brands. So please, please take time to pull those insights out. All right, product usage and experience. You'll gather insights into how your customers actually use and experience your products, including aspects they like and dislike. And then that can inform your product development, feature enhancements, and overall user experience improvements. Brand perception. Some of these insights will reveal how customers perceive your brand, including your brand values, personality, and differentiators. Okay, those again, brand value, personality, and differentiators. This will guide brand positioning and overall communication and messaging strategies. Again, that kind of ties back up into customers' needs and pain points. Brand perception also influences overall communication and messaging strategies. So you'll be able to pull that out as well. All right, customer journeys and touch points. So these insights will also help you define the customer journey all the way from awareness to purchase and post-purchase. And I think it's important because this will help you identify critical touch points, opportunities for engagement, and other areas that need improvement. A lot of brands forget the post-purchase touch points, especially younger brands, right? They're coming in, they think, okay, all I got to do, I got to acquire customers. I just, I need to go out and get customers as inexpensively as possible. But what happens after they make that purchase? There are so many touch points which are a part of that customer journey, which will lead to customer satisfaction, customer advocacy, and growing customer lifetime value. So that is critical for your business. All right, motivations and decision-making process. So these insights will also give you understanding into what motivates your customer to choose a specific type of product what would motivate them to switch brands or to make a purchase from you. And that information will inform marketing strategies, product development, and different customer service approaches. I love this one. This is probably one of my favorites right here. Emotional connections. Qualitative research can uncover the emotional drivers behind customer behavior, including loyalty, advocacy, and satisfaction. At the end of the day, people buy based on their problems and their needs and the emotions that are coming out of those problems and needs. So if you can uncover those emotional drivers, 
Like it will truly enhance how you engage with your customers, your potential customers, and also how you take care of them and how, again, how you bring them in to buy again and again and turn them into brand advocates. So emotional connections, it's humongous. All right, the last couple, market trends and opportunities. So by listening to customer opinions and observing behaviors, your business can spot emerging trends, unmet needs, and new market opportunities before they become widely recognized. This is an absolute huge differentiator for brands. And it is a huge opportunity that for, for brands that can take this data and use it for these purposes. Because a lot of businesses are just, they're caught up in just being reactive, right? Like, what's going on? Like, why are we having these problems right now? Oh, we need to go out and build this marketing strategy to do X, Y, and Z. But if you can actually observe behaviors, spot emerging trends and unmet needs, and new market opportunities, you have such an advantage. And some of that comes like from, from just a few minutes ago when I talked about getting into the forums, getting into Reddit. Uh, you, can, you can spot some of these unmet needs. You can figure out new market opportunities by listening to these people and reading this information and mining this information. There are such big opportunities to be had here, so don't ever forget about that. All right, and then user experience insights. So you'll be able to generate detailed feedback on the usability and user experience of, of websites, apps, and other digital communities that can really guide improvements that make them more intuitive, engaging, and effective at converting visitors into customers and customers into advocates. So those are just a few of the insights that you can get from qualitative data. There are obviously more insights, and I hope that some of these things have really kind of piqued your interest and, and opened your eyes a little bit about what you can do with this type of data. At the end of the day, you know, the insights that you're able to get are invaluable for making informed decisions that can significantly impact a business's ability to attract, engage, and retain customers. By deeply understanding your customers, your brand can create more personalized, relevant and compelling offers that meet or exceed your customers' expectations. That is what this is really all about, right? Making it more personalized, relevant, and giving them the things that will meet your customers' expectations. So bringing it all together now, what are some of the ways that you should be using this data to guide your marketing strategy? There are actually several ways that we use this data to inform and improve digital marketing strategy and execution for our clients. Again, as with these other questions and sections that we've gone through, like this is just the beginning, right? Tip of the iceberg. So let's talk about the first one, personalization and segmentation. If you remember back a few episodes, I talked about personalization and segmentation and how that is going to be a huge driver of revenue in 2024. It used to be that brands could put together one message and just send it out to everyone. Didn't matter what stage of the buying process they were in, who the customer was, and that worked. This data should be used to identify, again, customer needs and preferences and behaviors. And you should take that, you should segment your audience and tailor marketing messages, specific offers and content to these different groups. Personalized marketing will lead to higher engagement rates, 
you're going to get more email opens. You're going to get more click-throughs. You're going to get more conversions. You're going to have better customer satisfaction and increase loyalty by personalizing and segmenting and delivering the right information to the right people at the right time. So that is key number one right there. All right. Number two, customer journey optimization. So you can take these insights and use them to identify key touch points and moments of friction within the customer journey. You'll take this and you'll use it to smooth out the path to purchase and enhance the post-purchase experience. That's going to be critical for you being able to figure out how do we hit our customers through every single touch point of their journey. Figure out the journey, figure out the methods that you're going to use to touch them, figure out the personalization and segmentation, and scale up your marketing. All right, brand positioning and messaging. So you'll use this data to align your brand messaging and positioning with the values, aspirations, and perceptions of your ideal customer. Insights into how customers perceive your brand will guide the development of a compelling brand story and value propositions that connect with your customers emotionally. Again, I'm using that word right there, emotion. And I use the word compelling, right? You're going to take this and you're going to figure out like, how do we tweak our brand story? How do we weave in our value propositions? How do we connect with our customers on an emotional level so that we can deliver to them and engage them and turn them into brand advocates? So email marketing, you should use this data to customize your email marketing campaigns based on customer segment preferences and behaviors. Use the insights to craft compelling subject lines, personalize the email content, and determine the best timing and frequency for sending emails to different segments. Believe it or not, different segments, different audiences, they have different preferences. From timing to frequency to the way you talk to them to the subject lines to the content. And you can personalize all of that by gathering this data and, and gleaning the insights out of this data. All right, content strategy. You'll use this to develop content that resonates with your audience by addressing their questions, pain points, and interests. The insights that you pull should inform the topics, the tone, and the formats that will be most appealing and useful to your target customers. You have to remember going into this, right? Content for one platform, such as email or video for YouTube, won't work the same way as like a social media post. So you have to know topics, tone, formats. You have to repurpose content and really make it useful for the different delivery methods. And you're going to learn all of that from this research and this data that you're gathering. All right, user experience and optimization, hitting on this again. The insights can help you optimize the design and functionality of your website and your mobile app. Um, improving the user experience can lead to higher conversion rates, increased time on site, and more repeat visits. I mean, we talked about you know high-performing product pages last week. We talked a little bit about user experience. Like Those are all critical things that you have to be thinking about that will just lead to more and more growth for your business. And then the very last one I want to mention is product development and innovation. So you can use customer feedback and insights to inform product development. Like what do you need to start mapping out in terms of new products to be able to build and roll out? Feature enhancements, 
I guarantee your customers have some gripes about your products. Very few people can roll a product out and not get feedback from customers about things they don't like about us. You can figure out different enhancements that you can make to your current products and also service improvements. So highlighting these changes in your marketing can help you attract new customers and re-engage existing ones. So not only is that going to help you, again, on product development innovation, but you can take those things, highlight those things in your marketing messages and get people coming back and making more purchases. So again, please remember that you know these are only some of the ways that you can use this type of data to influence your marketing and drive overall better business outcomes. I hope that kind of going through these questions and talking through this has really just been the tip of the iceberg for you. And you've been able to unlock some of the additional ideas that will help you really level up your marketing. So my only ask this week is that you take some time to plan out how you're going to get this data. Because most brands, they haven't really thought of this, nor do they know how to get this data. So the very first step is figuring out how on earth are you going to get this? So figure that out and then make a plan to start executing that so that you can start capturing some of this data. You can't build a better plan without these insights. So go spend some time this week and get that done. All right, that is a wrap for this week. So I actually don't have a guest lined up for next week yet. We might be having another solo cast, which is okay. Um, I've got a couple of feelers out to see if I can get a guest on for, for next week's podcast. However, in two weeks, I'll be bringing in one of the founders of Phone Soap. His name is Dan Barnes. Phone Soap is one of my favorite Utah brands. They were on Shark Tank as well, which makes them even cooler. Dan is a dear friend of mine and is actually my neighbor, so I've gotten to know him quite well over the years. In that episode, again, that one's going to be in two weeks, we plan to chat about how Phone Soap has had to overcome some challenges coming out of COVID. So for those who don't know, Phone Soap is uh, you know, a device that sanitizes your phone and other devices through UV rays. You can imagine how well that sold during COVID. It went like gangbusters. After COVID, I mean, we have fewer people sanitizing their hands and, you know, doing all of those things to keep germs away. And so, you know, their business has shifted a little bit. And we're going to learn about how they've had to change up their marketing and their customer acquisition approach. And it's going to be pretty awesome. I am so excited for this one, mostly because I talk to a lot of brands who are experiencing massive shifts in their industries. And they are at a loss of what to do. And sometimes it's hard for me to even come and say to them, like, like here's what we need to do to tackle these different shifts um, in your industry. And so um, I'm hoping that this episode is actually going to be helpful for a lot of them to get them thinking differently and, and, and really figuring out how they take these lemons and turn them into lemonade without sounding super cheesy. That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> All right. Um, as always, uh, I hope that this was valuable for you. Take what you've learned here today, make a plan and take massive action. So until next time, this is Greg Shuey signing off.